RFK Jr. has also made connections with the far right, including figures such as retired General Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, and others who spread vaccine fears and the lie that the 2020 election was stolen. His own relatives have distanced themselves from his vaccine opposition. His sister Carrie told AP she loves him, but his anti-vaccine work is dangerous. And yet Kennedy continues to capitalize on his family name. He's offered donors to Children's Health Defense a visit to the Kennedy compound on Cape Cod or a chance to learn falconry with him. All of this is helping fuel the growth of CHD around the globe. It now has eight U.S. chapters, plus outposts in Canada, Europe, and Australia. Ooh, listen to that ominous music. Oh, goodness. That Robert F. Kennedy Jr., my goodness, what an anti-vaxxer, anti Yep. And by the way, that was from the Associated Press. That wasn't some far left wing. uh, Oh, wait, I'm being redundant. Sorry about that. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome on into the Check Your Brain podcast here. Wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on my Patreon, which you can subscribe for as little as $5 a month, or if you're listening for free on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Alexa, anywhere you get your finer podcasts, you can find that out there. And this is an interesting interview when you talk not necessarily about Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, we're two years into this pandemic at this point. And since then, we've made cult figures and heroes out of a lot of these people on all ends of the spectrum, whether you're on the right or the left. There have been a lot of people that have kind of looked up to with this uh, just hero worship in a lot of ways. But One thing that does bother me, and it bothers a lot of other people, is the hero worship of somebody like Dr. Anthony Fauci. Now, he's been basically the guy. He says that if you criticize him, you're criticizing science. You're criticizing the science. And when in reality, he's been waffling and sometimes and actually very frequently wrong about a lot of things. And there doesn't seem to be the pushback in the media. So... Even when he's on, whether it's CNN or ABC, MSNBC, CNN, any of these other outlets, when he's on there, nobody gives him real pushback. And when they do, he kind of admonishes them, and then we just move on with questioning. And Dr. Fauci's kind of been one of those that uh, he said at the beginning, you know, ah, no, there's no, re- there's no reason to wear a mask. It's it's really silly. And then it's, well, you know, uh, the science has uh, come by and. Uh, the, the masks seem to really work. And then he was talking about wearing goggles. And then, uh, you know, uh, two masks can give you better protection. And then vaccine stuff. And it's just there, there's there been a lot of misinformation and disinformation that have actually come from the pro-science side. It's kind of interesting. But if you question that, you're an anti-vaxxer, you're an anti-masker, you're anti-this. And what's interesting about this book which is called The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., is it addresses the fact that, and by the way, RFK, not not really an anti-vaxxer. A lot of these people, by the way, they have changed the definition of what an anti-vaxxer is. It went from somebody who was anti-vaccine, you know, pre-two years ago, was somebody who was anti-vaccine and feeling that vaccines were leading towards childhood autism and, you know, whatever the Jenny McCarthy situation was going on a decade ago. And then anti-vaxxer became somebody who not only opposes vaccines, 
They oppose this vaccine and vaccine mandates. So you can be somebody at this point in February of 2022 where you've gotten both your shots, your Pfizer and your Moderna and your booster, but you don't feel that OSHA and the federal government should be putting mandates on employees or there shouldn't be any kind of mandates in order to operate any type of business or to keep a job. And they have now said that that is an anti-vaxxer position by being anti-mandate. And there's obviously a gray area that needs to be addressed, and it's not being addressed. Can't answer, can't answer those questions. Well, a lot of these questions are asked in this book called The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And it's not necessarily talking about Fauci from his beginnings and how he managed, or should I say mismanaged, the AIDS epidemic in the mid-1980s and Instead of closing bathhouses, he was forcing AZT on people. Now he's essentially a vaccine salesman, and that's what's going on right now. But you can't criticize him because, then again, you're an anti-vaxxer. You're anti-science. But what's interesting now is there is a media blackout that is going on with this book. Now, I'll try to get, you know, uh, Kennedy uh, on the show. I would love to get him on the podcast and just talk to him about the process of this book. But in the meantime, I got the publisher of the book because one thing when you deal with booking for podcasting, you go through the publicist and the publicist gives you times and availability. How much time do I have with this guest and everything? They've got a busy schedule. So I was able to get uh, Tony Lyons, the publisher of Skyhorse Publishing, who published the book, The Real Anthony Fauci. And in this interview, you'll hear how it's being suppressed, even though The book is one of the biggest sellers in the country, especially of books in the last several years. But if you tuned into your typical national morning show on television, there's no, he's not on there. He's not being booked there. He's not on CNN. He's not Wolf Blitzer. He's not with Jake Tapper. Nowhere. But this is a book that's very popular. And wouldn't you think that you'd want to get a very popular position? But no, his position goes against that narrative. And because it goes against the narrative and, and would make Dr. Fauci, Mr. So- Dr. Science, it would make him portrayed in not the greatest light in the world. He's not being booked. So other than places like this podcast and some talk radio and some podcasts and, and maybe a Tucker Carlson or Fox News, really he's not getting the mainstream position. And that's, what, that's what's bothered me in my opinion. I, I really didn't get a chance to talk about this. Uh, too much in the podcast that you'll hear, but how things have really changed and how it seems like the progressives have become the new modern day book burners where, no, you can't, you can't talk about that. Instead of having an opportunity to express ideas and even if we disagree with them, we can possibly come to some kind of consensus in the middle. Well, there is no consensus. It's all about division. And that's what we're seeing right now. And that's why Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not going to get mainstream publicity. He's not going to be on Savannah Guthrie and Hoda in the morning on the Today Show. And he's certainly not going to be on with George Stephanopoulos and Good Morning America. It's probably not going to happen. Or Gail King on CBS. It's just, it's not happening. So, but people are buying this book. Even people who have gotten their vaccines, people who have been skeptical all along, and skeptical and really not in favor of the lockdowns and saying like, look, I did what I had to do, but there has to be another way. There has to be some kind of opinion out there or somebody has to be covering anything. I don't know 
I need to figure out what is going on now. And they're looking in terms of finding a different outlet than what's being brought down and what's being uh, partitioned by CNN and, and uh, you know, the the it really is the corporate press. It's state media. So in this interview, you'll get to hear all about that media blackout with Tony Lyons, the publisher over at Skyhorse Publishing and the person responsible for the book, the real Anthony Fauci, at least how it's getting published with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. But speaking of RFK, here he is on with Theo Vaughn on his podcast talking about fear and how everything has kind of gone the last couple of years. How would there not be more of a just rev rev revolt coming out of more people uh, to question this, it feels like? Because because of fear disables the part of your brain that does critical thinking. And if you can, you know, this is a, a this is a lesson. It's one of the alchemies of tyranny. If you, if you are if you want a totalitarian regime, and you know, Goering said this at um, at Nuremberg. He said it's an easy thing for any government to manipulate its people. You just have to get them scared. Tell them there's an enemy, and what better enemy than a germ that can get into everybody's house and kill them, and that you're the only one that yeah. compliant, if only doing what you're told is going to allow you know you to survive. The Check Your Brain podcast. It's uh, Tony Mazer with you, and it's uh, we're going to talk a lot, a lot of Tony today. Actually, uh, my guest today, Tony Lyons. He is the uh, publisher of Skyhorse Publishing, and. Uh, it, uh, and we're going to be talking about the other Tony, which is Tony Fauci, but not necessarily directly Tony Fauci, Anthony Fauci, as people know him. But uh, what's revolving around a book that came out just uh, not too long ago, and it's become one of the biggest selling books in America, but you might not know that because they're not telling you it's the biggest book in America. And that's The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and uh, it's published by Skyhorse Publishing, and Tony Lyons is here, and he's he's seen this the last couple of months, this just absolute media blackout, where other than people like, well, myself or a Tucker Carlson or some other talk radio show host, this book, which is still one of the biggest books in America, is getting no mainstream press. It's not on Good Morning America. It's not on uh you know any of the uh sunday shows or anything and it's it's incredible and tony thanks for joining me today and i mean talk about i guess let's talk about the book first of all uh what got it to your attention why you decided to become the publisher and then we can talk about how this censorship has been going on sure so oh anthony fauci bill gates big pharma and the global war on and public health by robert f kennedy jr so I heard about this book about a year ago. Uh, I had published two of Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s prior books, uh, one of which was a uh, bestseller that was the, the uh, book about Michael Skakel. And, and I had also published his book called Thimerosal, Let the Science Speak. Um, so I'd gotten to know Bobby through those two books and, uh, and was thrilled to publish this book when I, when I heard about it. It's truly incredible when you think about the last two years now. So we're recording this today. It's uh, January 12th. And yesterday, January 11th, there was yet another, was it round four or five between Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci? And it just seems that this whole thing with Fauci, anytime anyone has criticized him, I mean, anything from the the situation with the with the beagles, with the the things on their face and the, the flesh-eating bugs and... Uh, it, it, 
he just seems to be so Teflon. And I saw it in real time yesterday that Rand Paul has legitimate criticism of Fauci. And then all of a sudden it's here come the media coming out and, uh, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, everything is just uh, Rand Paul uh, disinformation, misinformation, Dr. Fauci. And it was, it's like, why is this guy just so Teflon? I, I don't understand this. He really is Teflon Tony. Yeah, let me tell you just a bit about this story. So, you know, this is the best-selling book in America over a seven-week period. It sold 700,000 copies in all formats, but it, it's not covered in any major newspaper. So, you know, and most privately-owned bookstores are not carrying it. Like you said, TV networks are, are not mentioning it. Libraries are not carrying it. Big tech platforms send back a note saying that it's misinformation and you can't advertise for it. Uh, even the New York Times wouldn't let us advertise. So they wouldn't take our money because they said that a, that a blurb by a Nobel Prize winning scientist, Luke Montagnier, who said in that blurb that Dr. Fauci has lied, uh, was misinformation. So I pointed out to the New York Times that, uh, you know, how can this be misinformation? How, how can, first of all, a blurb by a Nobel Prize winning scientist be misinformation? But second of all, saying that Dr. Fauci has lied is not in any way controversial. So if you Google Fauci lied, you get 22 million hits. If you look at, at newspapers and magazines all around the country, they have all at times said that there's no other way to view it other than Fauci lied. He, he told things that clearly weren't true. And Fauci himself has come out and said that he was untruthful, but that he did it for our benefit. So there's no controversy over whether or, or not he lied. But the entire mainstream media is now set up to protect him under the guise of protecting the public from misinformation. But, you know, this is a book that has 2,194 citations. It's been vetted and blurbed by doctors and scientists and lawyers. And like I said, a Nobel Prize winning scientist. So how can this be misinformation? So that's that's a big part of this story. And then there's the, the other side of the playbook, which is don't address any of the claims in the book. And the claims, like you pointed out, that you know um, uh, experimentation on, on foster children, on poor black children, on poor Hispanic kids uh, all around the world. And then the incredible financial entanglements that Dr. Fauci has been engaged with big pharmaceutical companies in. And then the ignoring of viable remedies, uh, unpatented antivirals. You know, so, so there's so much in this book that's important and that is well-researched and legitimate and serious. And there has to be room in this country to have this kind of dialogue and, and debate. And if Dr. Fauci's right, he can just come out and, and he can prove that. I mean, he has no problem getting on the front page of any newspaper in America with his statements. He has no problem getting on a TV show in America. So why hide from it if it's untrue? I mean, if, if these claims are wrong, can't you just, couldn't Dr. Fauci just come out and easily disprove them? And isn't that what's supposed to happen in a democracy? What's bothered me the last couple of years has been this feeling of dear leader type of media where it, it just it's it's incredible how 
everything the state continues to just put out there, the propaganda is out there and the media just posts it verbatim and parrots it. And Fauci's one of the biggest ones where Fauci says, don't wear a mask. Okay, wear a mask, wear two masks, wear goggles on your face. Now you can take your mask off. No, put your mask back on. Hey, get the vaccine. Hey, get two vaccines. Now the vaccines are working really well. Maybe they were not working as well. And it just so many of these mental gymnastics that have happened, yet you talk to a lot of people. And I think the people who are purchasing uh, uh, RFK Jr.'s book is uh, they're people who they're they come from all walks of life. You have a lot of people who have been skeptical from the very beginning of the lockdowns and the uh, the push for vaccines and drugs and everything. And then you get other people who are like, well, wait a second. I did what I was told. I wore my mask at the store. I, I got my shots. I got my booster. Yet you're still wanting to lock us down and all this other stuff. There has to be another way. But but and and one of the big things uh, uh, coming out recently was Alex Berenson also had a book that was getting censored as well. And he's been one of those who's talked about how there have been kind of three different camps of people that are pretty anti-vax, pretty pro-vax. And then you have this group in the middle. And that's where this book is really targeting those people in the middle that are like, you know what, I've done what you told me to do, but now you're telling me to continue. I mean, this is two years of this. So it's really interesting how the media has kind of just taken what Fauci and what the government have said. And it's it, it's really refreshing that there are people that are waking up and reading books like this to go, hey, wait a second, there's, there's got to be another way here. Sure. And, you know, Dr. Fauci comes out and says, that he represents science. And if you disagree with him in any way, you're anti-science, you're, you're this total wacko. And you know that's not what happens in a democracy and that's how science works. So science is, is messy. Science requires people writing all kinds of peer reviewed studies, doing different kinds of investigations, and then, and then arguing, disagreeing. That's, that's supposed to be okay. But what happens now, is that the media doesn't investigate claims when they're made. So when a book like Alex Berenson's books, uh, book comes out or uh, Robert Kennedy's book comes out, uh, they don't look at any of the claims in the book. What they look at is the people themselves. So there have been multiple hit pieces on Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in places like Vanity Fair and the New York Post and even comments in in the Washington Post and the New York Times. So none of these places are doing their jobs, sending out investigative journalists to actually think about the claims in these books. And, you know, what what happens instead is that a place like the AP hires or or uh, puts six investigative journalists on the case of investigating Robert F. Kennedy Jr. himself, not any of the claims but himself and his nonprofit. And they write this sort of uh, meaningless, long attack piece on him, which then, you know, is syndicated and is meant solely to discredit the messenger without addressing the message in any way or any of the claims. So they ignore the book and they attack the messenger. Have you seen any type of censorship like this in the past? What's bothered me is, uh, this is why I hate calling people on the left, I hate calling them liberals because they're not liberals. The root word of, of liberal is liberty. And they're the furthest thing from being pro-liberty. And part of that pro-liberty is actually being pro-free speech. And you, you know, you saw, saw this about 20 years ago where you had more of the compassionate conservatives that were looking to try and ban things, whether it was uh, 
pornography or the language that was being used on the radio or, you know, Janet Jackson's boob falls out during the Super Bowl. And that was the biggest thing to happen. And then all of a sudden things changed around the Obama election, in my opinion, where uh, it, it became the left that became the Puritans. And you're seeing them go on these crusades of banning books, whether it is you know, uh, Kennedy's book here or the what was it a year ago or so? It was that When Harry Became Sally, where it wasn't even an anti-trans book. It was just understanding the trans movement. And Amazon had to go in there and ban it. And then you also have at the same time books by conservatives like uh, Dr. Michael Savage, for example, that they're clearly bestsellers on any type of list. But The New York Times ends up cooking the books a little bit and manipulating them to the point where they're putting Michael Jackson books or whatever at number one, that when clearly we all know which books are the ones that are actually being read and purchased the, the most. Have you ever seen anything like this? And in your opinion, in, in the publishing world, is this getting going to get worse unless we just start going with more independent independent publishers? Yeah, so I, I have never seen anything like this. And I've, I've never seen anything that's been this thorough when you have you know bookstores refusing to carry the book libraries refusing to carry the book uh newspapers not willing to mention any of the claims in the book or or address them uh big tech platforms refusing advertising i mean just the incredibly thorough nature of the censorship now so you know and the silencing of of any form of debate so, such that even that uh, if you claim censorship, that can be censored. So it's, it's so incredibly thorough. So, you know, clearly people don't want you to read this book. Clearly Dr. Fauci doesn't want you to read this book, doesn't want to, to have to address any of the claims in this book. And, and what he says instead is that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is a very disturbed man. So that's the only comment that he made about the book. So once again, this is a meticulously researched book. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been involved in exposing corruption and greed from corporate America and from big government over 35 years. Um, you know, in contrast to many of the people who, who he describes in this book, he's not making a penny from this book. He's donating his royalties to charity. He is doing this only out of conviction. And if you look at Dr. Fauci, you can take even just a little anecdote. So he says repeatedly that his favorite book is The Godfather. And he says that his favorite line in that book that, that he, he repeats to people who he works with is, it's not personal, it's just business. So you think about that. The public, the most powerful public health official in the world says it's not personal it's just business it's about money it's not about people right mm -hmm. so it's not about public health it's about maximizing return on investments it's about these incredible entanglements where they're unwilling to look at uh products or or drugs or remedies that are unpatented because nobody can make any money on those and if it's about public health it can't be about who can make the most money on it. So you have to be willing to look at things that are simple remedies. And Dr. Fauci has this long history that's described in the book. And, you know, once again, 
you know, if it's not true, he can come out and show that it's not true. But he has this long history of never being in support of something that is cheap or free. He's always in support of something that is expensive from a big pharmaceutical company where they can make lots of money. And still the highest paid government employee right now. And, you know, it's it, in the last couple of years now, anything that's come out, whether it was about the, you know, the pandemic or even the response to it and the vaccines, I think a lot of us have looked around and said, boy, in the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot of we, we should see a lot of books and maybe a couple of movies. Now, we there was that documentary they did, uh, that puff piece on Fauci that was just uh, I, it got such bad reviews over on Rotten Tomatoes, but not from the reviewers, of course, just, you know, from the everyday Americans. And, you know, you're going to see a lot of this about the vaccine efficacy in the next couple of years. And I think this is the possibly the straw that's going to break the camel's back. And hopefully more people are going to say, look, books need to be written about what's going on right now in 2020, 2021, 2022. And they're going to look up to Bobby Kennedy's book here and saying, look, this is the one that's got to keep it going because we know we're going to get censored. We know the only places we're going to be is probably on talk radio or on podcasts because clearly, uh, you know, uh, Good Morning America and the Today Show are not going to book us on there. They're just going to book more puff pieces on Anthony Fauci. So I, I have a feeling that this is going to be the new wave of of these independent books that are going to come out. And Kudos to you and kudos to uh, RFK Jr. for putting this out there and and really putting yourselves out there because you know that you're going to go through this absolute media blackout going forward. Definitely. I mean, but the the encouraging thing here is that ultimately censorship doesn't work, that Americans are, are proving that they're smarter than the government and corporate America is giving them credit for. So... They're clearly tired of being told what to do, what to think, what books to buy, what books not to read. And they're, they're sort of revolting. There's this grassroots kind of civil disobedience that people are buying certain books as an act of revolt, where they're saying, I'm not willing to just abide by this uh, mainstream narrative that you know reads like a press release. Um, I, I want to hear analysis and i i want to hear something that has more nuance and so they're 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 beginning to distrust the government and the statements that are coming out from mainstream newspapers magazines and and television shows and they're beginning to rely on podcasts or on alternative media where where there's less censorship and you know People say something like, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is anti-vaccine and therefore you shouldn't trust him. Or he has a party uh, where he invites people who uh, uh, who are uh, unvaccinated or vaccinated or, or some sort of story. Uh, so they're trying to attack him and they're not willing to recognize because they, they know the truth in, in some way, but they're not willing to face the fact that he's just anti-corruption and he is pro-vaccine safety. And there's nothing wrong with that. We, we should be grateful for people who are fighting for, for justice and fighting against corruption. And, you know, everybody Americans to be healthy. That's not the issue. The issue is how we get there. And in the end, censorship is anti-democratic. It leads to, to fascism. It, it leads to the destruction of American values. 
And in the end, it also leads to distrust of government institutions because they're not doing their job in, in regulating. Tony, I appreciate you being on with me today to talk about this. And uh, my one, my final thing I want to ask you, and it's a two-part question. Uh, one, where can we find the book? And two, is Amazon going to continue running it? Because, uh, you know, I see it's on Amazon, but, uh, you know, for how much longer? Yeah, so I, so I think that, uh, you know, they have been good in this case. They have, uh, um, you know, let us sell the book. They've been uh, reasonable. They've been the best selling um venue for it where so many other places have have censored it and have taken it down or not being you know not been willing to promote it so it's available now in uh something like seven or eight days um it's it's shipping a little bit slow but shipping slowly now because of just incredible demand you know like i said seven hundred thousand copies sold in in seven weeks so so I think that uh, that's the best place to buy it there. And then there are many, many places where you can download the ebook for $2.99. So, you know, once again, you know, this is about getting the message out. So if you just want to hear the message and, and don't want to spend lots of money, you can download the ebook for $2.99. And the audio book is, is also a fascinating experience. It's, uh, it's just very well, uh, well read in that format and uh and i would highly recommend that not even making a penny penny from it it's incredible but uh, hey tony thank you so much for being on here and uh you know good luck with the book and uh, you know keep fighting because we we need more people like you we need more people like rfk to go through this and try to you know really just fight through the propaganda and the state-run media that's been uh putting this stuff out there and really i mean you know that mass formation psychosis that dr malone was talking about on joe rogan's podcast you know we got we got to break ourselves from it and i think a book like this really does that so thanks again definitely and, and let me just say one last thing uh we are going to be publishing dr malone's book uh later this year Ooh. so i'll have more information there and and then just finally i, I just really hope people you know, buy this book and read it, The Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That's excellent. And I, and I look forward to probably talking to you again around this time a year a year from now, <laughs> when, when, if, when inevitably they're going to try and do the same thing with Dr. Malone's book after he got banned from Twitter and all his, and his appearances on Joe Rogan. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll probably go through this whole song and dance all over again. Uh, but I hope not. But, you know, we'll see. So, but again, thank, yeah. thanks again. Thanks so much.